Hey everyone, it's Cassie with The Happy Thinker. This is episode number 37. Hello all of you beautiful people. It's Cassie here and I hope you guys have been practicing the exercise that we talked about in my last podcast. If you haven't seen that podcast, please go check it out. It is about how to feel better when you're feeling yucky. And um, the real steps and exercises you can do to start feeling better more often. Today's podcast kind of goes along with that. And I'm going to be taking it a step further and adding to those skills. So it's important that you listen to that one first if you haven't already. Now, if you have been practicing, I hope that you've been able to meet yourself with um, patience and compassion because this is really hard work. And I just want to say kudos to all of you who have been practicing this kind of work because you're trying to make yourself better for not only you, but the world. Because the better you feel, the more you can extend your gaze outward instead of inward. Outward to those around you who need others who have a good mindset, others who have hope and understanding and patience and compassion. Because when you start to get a little bit more patience and compassion for yourself, you can do the same for others as well. So it's very important that you get your mindset right so that you can cut out all those toxic thought patterns and habits that aren't serving you so that you can get to the good stuff, living life, thriving, and enjoying everything the world has to offer, but also taking care of each other and loving on other people. Okay, so the thing is about this, acknowledging your thoughts, bringing awareness to your thoughts is a huge step. So just to recap of what I talked about in my last podcast is when you're feeling a thought, reverse engineering that is And when you're feeling a thought, hmm, that sounds really funny, but it actually makes a lot of sense for me (laughs) because your thoughts create your feelings. So when you're reverse engineering your feelings, you have to start with your thoughts. What am I thinking at this moment? So if you're practicing what we talked about in our last podcast, you've been asking yourself, okay, what am I feeling? You identify the feeling in a one word feeling and you say, what am I thinking? Then if you need to do like a thought download or a thought like dump on a piece of paper and write down all the thoughts in your brain, you can kind of see what you're thinking. Then you can choose from those that aren't serving you and literally say, why am I thinking this? So once you've been practicing that for a while and kind of coming to awareness of yourself and you're thinking on a regular basis and you're thinking on certain topics that aren't feeling so great in your life, that's the first step. The next step is how do we change those thinking patterns in which are not fun ones? So I want to throw a disclaimer. There is no such thing as completely changing your thinking. Your thoughts are going to simultaneously pop up from time to time and not always be the best of thoughts. But the coolest thing is we have to acknowledge our choice with our thoughts. When you start to understand that your thoughts not only are a choice, but your thoughts and your responses to your thoughts are a choice. When you acknowledge you have choice, you give yourself power to be able to not have to respond. Now, 
this is what tends to happen. People are like, okay, yeah, I see that. I don't have to respond to this. Well, you feel a feeling and it's the strong emotion and then you do some work and you say, okay, what am I thinking? You find the thought and you think about that thought and that thought makes you even more in your feeling and then you want to respond because that feeling doesn't feel good. So you want to get rid of it as soon as possible. So you either resist it, which makes it worse, or you react to it to try and get it out. These two ways of dealing with your feelings are not good ones. Resisting it tends to make it build and compound. Have you ever had somebody say something and say, don't think about that, and then you think about that? Or somebody say, don't look, and so you look? Anytime that you are resisting something, your body naturally has the the want to... Um, think about it more it compounds the feeling it's like manifestation the more that you focus on something good the more likely it is to come to you only because it's just a law of attraction same thing is true with the resisting the more you resist the more you're actually thinking about what you don't want to be thinking about so resisting is not a good way to deal with it another not good way to deal with it is reacting when we stop and give ourselves the choice to react to the stimuli around us. So you have a feeling and you know the thoughts that are associated that, with that feeling. But you can simply say to yourself, I can choose. I have the power to choose. I am able to choose whether I want to or not want to react to this. And when you give yourself that ability... You not only give yourself back power, but you give yourself the upper hand on whatever's going on. For instance, if something is happening and it's making you angry, like a person is doing something that is bothering you, you might say they are making me angry. That literally gives your power over to that person to have the ability to control your feelings. When you say, I have the choice to be angry because of what they're doing, you give back your own power to hold for yourself and not give it away to others giving yourself this power back helps you be able to work with your mind in a more cohesive way and it also gives you a way to be more at peace with yourself you're not resisting and you're not reacting you're simply acknowledging yes you feel that yes you think that but you don't have to choose that it is completely a choice about some of the most common thought patterns that aren't beneficial to us and then we'll kind of break it down from there. You might identify some of these in yourself and just simply by acknowledging and identifying that these are not healthy and that you may not even realize this is a specific thought pattern that you constantly cycle through until you bring awareness to it. But by doing that, by bringing your mind to it, you can be more laser focused on lifting that, being more compassionate with yourself, being more understanding of why you think the way you think, and therefore you have the choice to choose a different thought life. Thinking in terms of black and white, so all or nothing thinking. You either act in a way that you label it as perfect or a failure. For instance, um, I can't believe I ate that handful of potato chips. I've completely failed at my diet. I'm I'm a complete and utter failure. I'm a 
as well eat the entire bag because at this point it's no good. This kind of all or nothing thinking about our life is not a healthy thought behavior. So instead of thinking an all or nothing, think more progress versus perfection. I can't believe I ate that handful of chips, but I only ate a handful of chips. That gives me the opportunity to put the bag back and try again. That's a progress versus perfection mentality instead of an all or nothing. So you can change out your thinking from an all or nothing when you catch yourself saying, like, I'm a complete failure. I am never going to get where I want to get to. This is completely useless. This all or nothing thinking. You can start changing it up with a more uh, progress over perfection thinking. All right, overgeneralizing. This one is one that many people do in accurately concluding that one unpleasant experience can lead to a negative future fulfilled with many, many more negative experiences. So like you have a bad day and that bad day makes you think you're going to have a bad life. Those kinds of things. I really thought I had that job. Now I'll never land um, the employment I want and I'm forever doomed to be employed by this job I hate. That kind of overgeneralization of something can lead you into trouble. So being more specific when you're thinking about things can help you beat that overgeneralization negative thinking. So for instance, oh, I really wanted to land that job. Well, I didn't land this job, but that doesn't mean there's not a right job for me. That doesn't umbrella everything under... Um, the term of overgeneralizing this one job as all jobs or the entire life of your your employment. Um, magnification of your thinking. Um, negative details of an event or overemphasizing your own imperfections and fears. Making things into much bigger deals than they actually are. This is like making molehills into mountains type deal. Um, I fumbled over my words in front of these people. They may think I'm the dumbest person on earth. My boss is surely going to fire me over this. Then what will I do? You literally did a whole scenario in your head of exactly how that was going to play out when you haven't even got there. You magnified it to a point where it's, it's a preposterous thing when in all reality you fumbled over your words. Okay, so... So, so when you have something that affected you negatively, a thought that pops into your brain about something that affected you negatively, you can swap this over magnification for a very realist point of view. So you really want to get down to the facts of what happened, the facts of not how you feel about what happened, your perception of what you feel, but the facts of what happened, what actually happened, and is it as big of a deal as you're making it? That can really help bring awareness there in that one. The next one is emotional reasoning. Believing that how you feel accurately res like represents the truth of the reality of everything. Um, I have a lot of problems with this. Or at least I did for a long time. I believed how I felt was the reality of how it was. But the truth is the how you feel is based on how you're thinking about what's going on. That doesn't mean it's the reality of how it is. I have, for an example, um, I feel so anxious and stressed lately, which must mean my problems are pretty major and near impossible to overcome. A thought like that 
is definitely not a positive thought but a thought like that is a super toxic one that because you're feeling a certain way that means that your life is a certain way it's not true which is another great thing to point out here is that when we're talking about wanting to change those yucky feelings if you're catching yourself over emotionally reasoning saying that your feelings are the reason your life is the way it is you need to understand that's not true your feelings are be a product of the way that you're thinking not a product of your life itself so it's very important to correct this one for sure and the last one is should statements have uh, you probably used these before because i know i have um using should statements motivates behaviors that when ultimately leave you feeling pressured and frustrated with yourself instead of being more compassionate with yourself you say i should work out after eating pizza i should go into work early i should have been there for my kids i should have i should i should i should have these kinds of statements put too much pressure on us and they also are very hard on yourself you can give yourself a little grace in this one um, the way that I suggest overcoming this one is to acknowledge the thought that was weighing you down, the I should statement, and instead speak a statement over it to kind of negate that I should statement. I forgive myself for not being there for my kids, and I can do better. Not I should do better, I can do better. Gives yourself some options, because I should makes you feel like you should have in the past and there's no way to change it in the future. I can says I can do it better in the future. Um, you could be, hmm, I should lose weight or I am looking forward to trying to lose weight or I should work out after I eat that piece of pizza. It would be good to work out after that piece of pizza. These kinds of statements give yourself a little forgiveness and grace and also don't shame you. It helps you let go of that traumatic uh, self-bashing behavior. By doing this, you're releasing the pressure and the feelings that not only does not serve you and not does not feel good, but also responding to your own thinking in a freeing up of emotions type way. This gives space to make us focus on the things we do want to be thinking about, not the self-bashing that often fills our thinking. So now that you know several of these different um, toxic thought patterns, if you've ever acknowledged any of them in yourself, this is a good time to start practicing that. The last one of, instead of, I should not think that, you could say, I don't like that I have been thinking that, but I'm glad I can think something different. Speaking these kinds of statements over your life in general can be a really foreign concept if it's something you're not used to doing, but literally you're self-correcting your thinking by speaking over it what you want to think instead. Not trying to make it believe something different, because when you try to make your mind believe something that's not believable to you, it's actually more harmful than it is beneficial. But when you speak a statement in which you feel is more true, so, so you don't want to jump from storms to daisies and roses, but you do want to slowly move yourself in the right direction. I should be skinnier. You could say, I'm hoping to be skinnier. 
I'm hoping to be skinnier, is a much pleasanter, calmer, and more healthy thought than I should be skinnier. These I should statements are definitely not beneficial to us, and they put too much pressure on us and ultimately make us beat up on ourselves even more. Instead of growing, you are focusing on that perfection instead of progress. So these are the things that you really want to be looking out for in your thinking. Honestly, the way to really overcome this is to make sure you're just taking small steps in the right direction. If you try to make big leaps, you'll often overshoot what you're looking for and you'll wind up crashing and burning and then you'll jump to that overgeneralization. Obviously, I'm not very good at this, so why should I even try? Like that overgeneralization, manifesting it into my life's going to be horrible because I can't think well and in order to have a good life and have success, I have to think the way. That's what Cassie says on Happy Thinker. (laughs) Those are overgeneralizations and we turn those little molehills into mountains with that kind of thinking. So it's important that we identify these toxic thought patterns and we offer that solution to them doesn't mean you're forcing a certain behavior on them and it also doesn't mean you're resisting the thought or the feeling that comes with it simply acknowledge that you do feel it give yourself a little grace compassion and forgiveness and then offer a solution to the thinking this kind of frees up that emotional space helps us be able to be more compassionate with ourselves and helps us change our thinking overall Also, the more positive reinforcement you give yourself, the more you're on your own team, the more you'll be able to think more positively because naturally it will start coming to you because of the way you positively reinforce yourself instead of negatively beat up on yourself. Remember that your relationship with yourself is a lifelong one. You and only you will be with you when you die. So it's important that you are your your own friend, that you're not your enemy, that you remember you're on your own team. So these kinds of thought patterns that beat up on ourselves make us seem like we're the problem are not helpful and they're not healthy. The best way to do it is instead remind ourselves, no, we are also the solution. We are humans and make mistakes, so therefore it creates problems sometimes, but we are also the solution. And thank you so much for listening today to The Happy Thinker. You can find me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and so many other platforms. I hope you love today's content, and I hope it was super beneficial to you. Okay, guys, I will talk to you really, really soon, and we'll get into some more fun topics. Bye.